Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, Old Dirty, be skeezy, and T-Mill have the latest. And the latest one, Clint Sterner, he is out today in Cabo. We'll be back on Monday, so uh, we'll enjoy ourselves uh, when he gets back and enjoy ourselves the rest of the way. We've had a good time this week. Uh, but the latest is today is um, is uh, D'Amico Ryan's turn. It is his day to be interviewed. He's been interviewed by multiple teams, including the Colts. As a side note, but he's doing Zoom interviews. He did a Zoom interview and will be doing a Zoom interview today with the Texans. Tyler, we haven't heard any understanding if they've completed it with with him yet. No, not as of yet, but keeping all eyes and ears on it. Yeah, Yeah. and we had McLean in an hour ago, and he he said said he was waiting to hear hear too. And I I am also waiting to hear from McLean. Yeah, we all are. As someone who edits his column. So, yeah, I want to hear what um, he's got to say about what he finds out. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans. To me, like, what – what is interesting here is like when they interviewed a Zoom interview with Sean Payton, I think it was pretty clear who who held the power in that interview. And I think it's Sean Payton. Sean Payton is obviously the, the number one candidate out there. Everyone's breaking their neck to interview him, uh, to have him in. And we understand, you know, this is a guy that, that – that can is most thought of in terms of confidence in turning a, a program and an organization around immediately of the coaches available that many people are looking at. Not just that. Sean Payton has more credibility and mm-hmm. respect and pelts on the wall than not just any of the other candidates on the market, but probably I would even say than any of the owners that he would be meeting with. Like he's he's coming from that position of power that that he is the one sort of the expert and the one that it, that that everybody would be deferring to in, in, in all of these scenarios. And because he's an offensive coach and a guy who has done really well with quarterbacks right. and getting the best out of them, not just Drew Brees, but Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, Taysom Hill, uh, one with all of those guys. This is he's, he, You could tell he's a guy operating at a power. Hell, he's out here. There's reports out here he wants 20 to $25 million. It's going to take a, a trade to get him. So he was operating at a place of power. There was more selling of the Texans to him than it was selling Sean Payton to them. Where does this hold in your mind, Brandon, with D'Amico Ryans? Who has the power in the room, in the Zoom room? Who has the power there? Is it the Texans or is it D'Amico Ryans? Yeah, I I think that the Texans need D'Amico Ryans way more than D'Amico Ryans needs the Texans, both from the standpoint of where D'Amico Ryans is right now. Like, worst come to worst, 
D'Amico Ryans is the defensive coordinator for a team that has a chance to go to the NFC Championship game and therefore has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, albeit if Brock Purdy can, you know, continue the way he's been playing, like they're, they're legitimately right there. And then on top of that, there are other teams that are interested in D'Amico Ryans. The only position of power that the Texans are standing in, and I, I do want to acknowledge the fact, the obvious, that your boy, uh, the, the McNair family, I should say, the McNairs are – super rich and not only are they super rich but they have shown that they are willing to spend that money Mm -hmm. so when you have the ability to money whip somebody you do hold some level of power but in terms of like options and where you are like relative to what's going on like where the texans are having fired coaches in back-to-back years uh one and done versus D'Amico ryan's job security out the wazoo and other job opportunities they need him more than he needs them so I would say from that standpoint, he is clearly in the position of power. And I would say the money part is hanging on by a thread due to the fact that the team uh, that many people have the most money flew out to go see him. Right. The, the Denver Broncos, I think, would match anything, in particular with De, with D'Amico Ryans, that the Texans would, would try to match. But they, but they also, if you believe the reporting, seem to be the, the more – favorable spot for Sean Payton as well. So, like, if we, if we were power-ranking the candidates, obviously I think we would all agree that Sean Payton is the top candidate. So if they're the favorite to get that guy, then being able to money whip the second-best candidate, who I guess we believe is the second-best candidate, yeah. would be at least some level of power. But all the other stuff that I mentioned still holds true. By the way, real quick, this is why this is why I wanted to talk to, to John McClain about this. And someone text in, would you hire someone who sued you like D'Amico did the Texans? Nobody's talking about that. Nah, ah, 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 Literally everyone is. Sorry, no. And you came in late. We talked to John McClain, who said he is very, very close with that situation and said that it has nothing to do with it and the McNairns are not holding that against him. He played another year after it, and they have done business and, and had It was just business. Yeah. And, and if that was uh, – first of all, a couple of things on that. If that was such a big issue – they wouldn't even be wasting their time with the interview. Like, there would be enough animosity there yeah. to where they would just pass on the opportunity to do it at all. Second of all, if you can go back and remember at that time, and, and I do, the turf here was a problem. Like, D'Amico was, really bad. D'Amico was the one to sue, but the Texans would be lying to you if they said that they had never heard complaints and different reports and from, like, way more than just D'Amico about that turf being a problem. So D'Amico's probably on the right side of history there, if anything. All right, um, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, they fired their offensive coordinator, and, um, you know, they're kicking things around. Um, they're bringing folks in for interviews, and uh, apparently they've done one here recently, folks. Um, the Titans have spoken to passing game coordinator Tim Kelly about their offensive coordinator job. I mean. Kelly is considered the strongest in-house candidate. For, which, which means they don't have any in-house candidates? Yep, that, that, that would, that's that probably was what some, they was. That is that what they mean by that? Tim Kelly, boy, do you, you you think there's a chance Tim Kelly gets back on this offensive coordinator horse? Yeah, I, I think it's should he? I, I, well, so you're not, telling me there's a chance? That is a, definitely a separate question, and I would say maybe maybe not. But I wonder this, and I said this to Tyler, I think in one of the breaks. Did Pep Hamilton strengthen the case for Tim Kelly as an offensive coordinator and recreate a market for him? That's a Damn. great question. Damn, that's a great That take. is such a good question. Damn, that's a great Because it kind of feels like it. Pep Hamilton's out here. Damn, that turns me Getting on. Getting Tim Kelly jobs. 
I, I hated as somebody who was rooting for, for Pep Hamilton to do well and, and thought he had a chance to, uh, to do well. Got to laugh to keep from crying, man. Because, I mean, you reality look at that, reality. I mean, Davis Mills, Davis Mills probably be calling Tim Kelly at night. Hey, man, um, you want to throw with me? Yeah, yeah it's the... It's the hey big head text. Like seriously, I I I but no. W Y D. In all honesty, in all honesty, we all have a, a great thought about Mark about Mike Vrabel. If Mike Vrabel hires Tim Kelly as his offensive coordinator moving forward, I mean, come on. Like Mike Mike's not doing that. I mean, I, I listen. I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a tad skeptical that he hired him as his passing game coordinator, and that didn't seem to go very well. And I know they had a lot of injuries, but yeah, they ain't had nobody that could pass the ball. Uh, they had a lot <laughs> like of injuries. Anyone? A lot of injuries. But damn, I mean, Ryan took a, even when Ryan was playing, took steps back from where he was. But my goodness, Tim Kelly. But if Tim Kelly becomes an offensive coordinator, well, I don't know. Hell, Pep Pep slid in again, slid into one again. I yeah, guess. Yeah. I didn't go that man. And, and, and Cully was a head coach. And he so is anything young. Can happen. He is young. Like he's like 36, 37 years or so, somewhere in there. Like that it's that was the use of coping skills not to respond to that. David Cully was a head coach. I had I had something locked and loaded in the chamber, but it's probably good for me to step back. Oh, you don't like that? No, I, oh, I, I, I w- it was not going to be towards you. It was going to be oh, towards okay. the people that made David Cully yeah. a head coach. Gotcha. Good, good, because that's but not I, David's fault. And I, I use, no, it's not. Yeah. Five o'clock fire. It's not your fault. Those coping skills, boy, they come in. All right. Uh, we've, Growth. We've had a little fun with the, the playoffs. I, I, I want to go from all of you. Which, which team over the weekend, you had to pick one team, one team you really want to win. You mm. really want to win this weekend because, you know, your team is not in it. Right. Who, who is the team that you really want to win? I love the Bengals, funny enough. I'm, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. Love that LSU team. I think that, was, that also might be a reason why I was partial to Derek Stingley. Like all the guys from that 2019 LSU team, everything about it, Captured my attention. Everything about Joe Burrow since he's been healthy, you know, after his rookie year, I've liked, loved Jamar Chase. Obviously, DJ Reader plays on that team. Max Sharping, because of some in- injuries, got to make a couple appearances uh, recently. Uh, so, yeah, good for him. I don't know if that's good for is Joe. Max Star- is Max Star- he's probably going to start again. Yeah, yeah. because They the, got three old linemen out in this Yeah, game. it just came out today that they're going to be out again. So, yeah, you'll see more Max uh, on Sunday. So, yeah, if I, if I had to say one, um, it's the Bengals. And I'd love the idea that we can start – continue to have this conversation of is Joe Burrow better than uh, Josh Allen? Because right now I'd take Burrow over Allen. Tyler, game, if you one game you want a team to win this week. I think we're all to a degree fans of the Bills right now, given what happened to DeMar Hamlin. But I, oh, I yeah. like the Bengals as well, so it's kind of a weird situation. But if I'm picking one, I'm going 49ers because watching the Cowboys lose is always fun to me. That's play. that is a very is predictable. Brand, that he is, is actually a very. I'm so. I hate that I couldn't have predicted that because that is so <laughs> on way, brand. By the way, for a Houston sports fanatic, I really, I really like the Cowboys in this game. Why? Why? Help me. Is it because of how well Dak played against Tampa, or because? Because like other than that, they they have been problematic to me. Like I, I get yeah, that I they played well against Tampa, yeah, but before yeah, that, they I, were an issue. I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think they need Dak to play as well as he did. You know, account for five touchdowns, play the best game of his career. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I just do I do believe everything's been comfortable comfortable for Brock Purdy, and I don't I don't think he's had to deal with, especially a D line and a potential pass rush like he's going to deal with. I think their pass rush is going to be a real problem, something that he has not seen yet, and. I do believe that the Cowboys' offense will score 
enough. I know I know San Francisco's defense is really good, but I think they're I think they're like we watched it last week. But DK Metcalf was a real problem for them, uh, and 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 uh, Tyler Lockett was a real problem for them at times. I don't have time to and have that, a bad time. I, I think that I think the Niners can be had. Tarverius Ward, who had a really good year for them, was struggling yeah. in that game. But but the, the team I want to win the most. Obviously, I want the Chiefs to win, but the team that I want to win the most is the Bengals. Yeah. I, I want the Bengals to win because I never thought – I thought I was going to be amped to see Josh Allen and Mahomes again after that epic game. But I I, I, I desperately, desperately want to see if Mahomes is going to solve this Joe Burrow, this Joe Burrow problem. I mean, he's got, a, he's got a Joe Burrow problem. He's got a Cincinnati Bengal Joe Burrow problem. He has never beaten Joe Burrow. He is 0-3 against Joe Burrow, including yeah. in the AFC Championship game. Like, a lot of people look at Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. That's interesting. But Joe Burrow, he has not been able to solve their defense. Yeah. And, and and Joe Burrow has flat-out outplayed yeah. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Certainly did every, last year in that AFC Championship game. In all three games. Game. No, in yeah. all three. Yeah, like for I, sure. I'm not saying Pat played. Pat took a dump in the middle of the field in the second half and walked in it. Big stinky AFC, one. AFC Championship game. But the other games, Pat didn't play bad. Joe just played better. I yeah. I, I am intrigued to see that that matchup. There there seems to be yeah, because you can't you can't be the best and you can't beat McCully Culkin. No. Nah. Like you can't be 0 4 against <laughs> Come on. Big McCully Culkin. Who likes Come to dress on. I, I like He does look like McCully Culkin, but he's <laughs> he's better than see and, and that's funny because Pat is so clearly and obviously the guy, number one. So, like, I almost don't yeah. even hold the Joe. I know you're really close to it, and so you can more so acutely hold him to that standard. But to me, being 0-3 against Joe Burrow almost says nothing to me about Patrick Mahomes because you can rattle off all of his other numbers that are incredible and insane I know you. and just watch him, and you're like, okay, he's clearly the guy. There's one Patrick Mahomes, and then everybody else is fighting for second place, which is why the Burrow – versus Josh Allen Josh Allen matchup fascinate, fascinates me much more uh, how, because how, one of those guys is clearly number two. But how can you get there with, like, you keep saying it, but but that dude keeps beating that dude. Yeah, but, the, I mean, four, three, dude, only one of them's got a Super Bowl ring, though. Yeah, I and, know and three or four games is not a I, lot. That's a small sample size. So, I mean, keeps beating is three, three or four, three to four times. When, when, is Owen, when is it going to 0-4? Like, when does it become a thing? Because I think 0-3 and, and then in – the biggest game to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, I'm no. not saying it's like not I, a thing like now. I think, like I think Josh Allen has a big game Patrick Mahomes problem. Like he he goes up against Mahomes and and chokes it up. Yeah, well, well, well not chokes but it up when because a quarterback, he didn't choke. Let me be fair. He didn't choke last year. I mean, and then go full Kirk the, Cousins. He just had the ball last. Mahomes had the ball last. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, when a quarterback has a, as large of a body of work at this point as Patrick Mahomes does, three or four games against one specific opponent. Yeah, he might have a, a, a Joe Burrow, but it's more specifically a Bengals problem. Even though Joe Burrow is outplaying him in these games, that to me just tells me that Joe Burrow matches up against the Kansas City defense, which is really the problem, more so than Patrick Mahomes that. matches up against the other defense. Yeah, well, but we should because Patrick – I mean, and you know this better than I do I as somebody who watches Patrick Mahomes every week. He's that dude. So like, no, I, so like, dude. I don't have any kind of he is that dude questions about that. He is that dude, except for when he plays against Joe Burrow, and, and Joe Burrow is that dude. Or is it when he plays? Or is it Sam Hubbard and and uh, uh, DJ Reader and but once again, like like uh, Bates and but but once again, like 
Eli Apple. Like when you think of Cincinnati, is that who you think of as the killers of the, uh, like their defensive team or uh, killers that stop them? No. <laughs> I, I view them as an improved defense, but no. Like that's what we do. Like when no, it was Josh Allen, Josh, he beats Josh Allen in big games. Mahomes, or, or Brady kept beating Manning in big games. <sighs> At some point, that's, I, I do. That's what I want to see, though. I want to see, is this a problem? Because you go 0-4 like, hey, man, we got to chill out now. Five o'clock fire. All right. Uh, Deion Sanders, uh, he is landing number one recruits, including uh, Kamari McClain, the top corner. Uh, and as I saw somebody on the text line say, not just the top corner, but the highest rated corner uh, ever. Uh, like he is dance. going to Colorado. How quick, how quick do you think this Colorado Buffalo team is a, you think they, you think they get themselves ranked as early as next year? You think that's too fast? Yeah. Next year is too fast. I want to see how quick, because I think Dion is going to turn this around quick. I just, I, I, I wonder how quick he's going to get. Yeah, I think he needs a whole nother, like he needs a complete cycle, a recruiting cycle, okay? And and also, you know, more images of, of him being at Colorado and that being his program. Like it's not enough. Maybe the transfer uh, transfer portal helps this cause more so than, than I realize because that's I'm, I'm still getting used to the transfer portal. But yeah, could they get to it? Could they win six games? Sure. Bowl game next year. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been one of the worst. Like, yeah, they they've been, they won one game last year or two. Very Kansas like. Yeah. So yeah, I I think they could win six. I'd I'd have a tough time imagining them getting ranked. But two years from now, yeah, I could definitely got, see it. All right, got to give credit to Tyler here, um, the ninth best producer in all of Afternoon Drive, uh, not located in New York or uh, Los Angeles. He had a he had, he found something, heard something. That uh, that the McNair said that really, really jumps out to this coaching search. We got to talk about that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner out. Brandon Scott. You can catch all of his work at SportsRadio610.com. Is in the building. All right, Tyler. uh, You were thinking this through, and I give you credit here. You found this... um, this out remember coming up here in about 
15 minutes or so, the best of the week on the drive. Uh, my favorite segment is Tyler uh, has promised he will have that back for us. So that's coming up at 540, so stay tuned for that. But um, you, you, you were thinking about something, a conversation we had at the crossover in terms of Lopez saying, hey, do you, do you think it's something that the Denver Broncos got in a plane, flew all their guys, their important people there, the owners and everybody, decision makers, flew to the Bay Area, and they had a meeting and conversation with D'Amico Ryans, and that the Texans are having their interview process today via Zoom. Do you find, like, do you think that is an issue? And I'm like, boy, if the Broncos are doing it, I mean, it to me would show they're, they got some initiative and that they have some want to. But really the first thought that came to my mind, Brandon, was I wonder, is this the, do they feel like they know if this is the guy yet to them? Like, is D'Amico the one? Because I don't know, because because I don't know if Sean is either, because they just had a Zoom with him, and Sean is actually meeting with Dave Tepper. I know that got, that got postponed a little bit because of a, a terrible situation uh, in Charlotte with another one of his teams. But he was going to meet in person with him. And that was the first thing that came to my thought was, well, maybe, you know, they don't, they don't view it as this is the guy that we have to pull out all the stops for. Yeah. Stops for. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it's that, but it does surprise me that they wouldn't be the ones, like, if we're having this conversation about a team doing it, that it would be the Broncos before the Texans. Just from this standpoint of, we know that Cal McNair, or at least I do, <laughs> presents much better in person than he does on the radio or on TV or in any kind of public speaking setting. Like, when you're just meet with them in person, there's, there's, much more, there's much more of a there there than it is kind of from in an abstract. And he said it himself when he was right here in the studio. I think sitting maybe right here in the show. Power the, the of chair. the microphones. <laughs> Even the, if the, I'm not as The chair across from us. Yeah. yeah, he said that's not my, you know, public speaking's not his strong suit and that he's tired of doing all the Zoom interviews. So if you're tired of doing the Zoom interviews, maybe why not go out of your way to meet with the candidate in person? But I also wouldn't make it an alarmist type of thing because also – Maybe it's just something that they're going to do further down the road. Like the first interview is on Zoom, and if he is their guy, they're already anticipating a second interview that would be held in person. And it could very well turn out to be the case after this weekend that he got a bunch of time on his hands anyway. It could be. That that was interesting that they didn't take the initiative. I'm I'm with you, uh, the the, the first thought of that. It could be a lot of things, but it is surprising if he is somebody that you think is their guy. Especially since they said that's what they want to do, or Kyle McNair himself. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. So I know Tyler, you heard that, and you heard that conversation, and it brought something Cal McNair said to your head. Yeah, yeah, instantly. Whenever I heard you guys talking about that, I, I thought about something McNair actually. Hannah and Cal kind of reiterated on uh, on our airwaves last week when they were within the loop. Yeah, and when Carolina actually put in the request to interview him and and when i saw that that was accepted mm-hmm. then i said hold on yeah we got a game it's a game changer yeah we got to so, get in on that so and and then um carolina when they hired their coach they took their airplane to uh to uh waco mm-hmm. yeah. and picked him up and took him back home to carolina so i knew we had to act you know fast if that's right. something we wanted to do and we were i was prepared to do it 
So yeah. when they, that was yeah. him talking and, about with yeah. Nick, and yeah. he wanted Nick, they wanted Nick, and he said, hold on. I believe he said this was a game changer. Certainly yeah. has been. This was a game changer. And they acted yeah. there. I don't know. I mean, that may, that may not mean anything. I, I thought it was interesting when Tyler pointed that out. Uh, when you can compare this this way they've approached Sean Payton and D'Amico Ryans, and then when you hear him, oh, got to have him. Yeah. Like, this was a deal of he's interviewing with somebody else. Oh, hell no. Hold up. We got to go get him. Yeah. And the only difference between these two examples, and maybe this makes it even more so urgent. Uh, you, you tell me what you think about this. But the difference to me, the clear difference and obvious difference is he's talking there about Nick Casario, the request from the Panthers to interview him being granted. That's him becoming aware of Nick Casario's availability to begin with. Like that he's even somebody that you can go get is the way that I saw that. Because he said that the request was news to him that D'Amico Ryans is on the market or that D'Amico Ryans is one of the top candidates, coaching candidates, in this hiring cycle. So he's already got the built-in knowledge and understanding because he's interviewing him his, his damn self already that D'Amico Ryans is available. So does that say why not already be prepared to do that? Or, you know, is it is it more so, hey, this is just kind of part of my plan to, yeah. to pursue this guy I'm not already. prepared to say that because they didn't take initiatives like they did with Nick Casario, like urgency, got to go get him, get in the plane, let's act right now, that it means that Sean Payton or D'Amico Ryans isn't their top guy. It is just It is just a real good reference point to see how – they have reacted in two things. And maybe this is one where they're taking their time, and maybe they haven't even decided yet who it is. But I, I do think, I'm not like I said, I'm not saying this means, oh, they're out on them, but it isn't. It's just a good comparison of how, how they acted with uh, with the general manager and, and, and now this coach. Yeah, and a texter just hit on the point that I was about to make from the 713. Remember, guys, this is not a first impression with D'Amico and Cal. I, I do think that this is where the familiarity does benefit the Texans more than any other team because it's not like they're introducing themselves. Like if anything, now that wasn't a first impression with Nick either, right? Like didn't they? Didn't they? Well, but what I'm saying, the, the difference there though is that hey, now they know that he's available for, for whatever reason. I guess it took that for them to know that either Nick Casario's contract would allow this or that the Patriots mm-hmm. were allowing him to talk to people. But the availability is different. The circumstances around Nick Casario's availability and D'Amico Ryan's availability are different. But I do think this is where it helps the Texans that, you know, it would even be more beneficial of hosting the Miko Ryans as opposed to like there's no history there or at least not the same type of history there with the Broncos. So they come to him. Whereas the appeal is bringing D'Amico here maybe or even on the Zoom call. I, I threw this out there like how much does it help? And I know you didn't like this, but how much does it help if they bring familiar faces and people friendly faces that D'Amico likes into the Zoom? into whatever meeting they have here, if it gets that far. Like, to me, there's more value in D'Amico coming home. I think he still even has a house here. I'm not sure, but I know he did it at one point. So, like, him coming here and being hosted by the Texans, where he played, they feature his jersey somewhere, maybe play his highlight tape, you know, something like that. I think there could be some value in that, more value in that, maybe more so than flying out to San Francisco to meet him where he's at. Yeah. So, hopefully this isn't – this isn't the last time they talk to him. You know, if they, hopefully there's another time. Real yeah. quick, I do want to apologize. Uh, I'm sure he's listening. That fella out, outside um, earlier today when I drove in, uh, I, I found an accidental prank. 
that there are no accidental pranks with you, my this, guy. This was an accident. You are but a jokester. I feel, but I feel like I want to do this again. Wise guy over here, man. For real. I, and I do apologize to this gentleman, but I never thought of it. I wonder if anyone played this this joke, but I could. I, I, I'm thinking about doing it further. I was uh, pulling in, pulling into the garage, turned there, and there's a gentleman on the sidewalks, a little bit of traffic there. And uh, I had to slide a little closer to the curb um, as to let the traffic go by. And this guy clearly was standing out front of the building for an Uber. And he started, he put his phone up and looked at me and started walking. Oh, start walking towards me. I don't know, maybe it was a, a black Camry that was supposed to pick him up. He looked at his phone, looked at me, started walking towards me, took a couple steps, and then I, I went ahead and sped, sped on off and turned into the garage and, I didn't see what he was doing, but I'm thinking. Damn, you treated him just like that poor I, girl on the motorcycle. I, but I'm thinking that's not true. I'm thinking to myself, damn. I didn't I, like. I, I, I didn't do it on purpose. I'm just sitting there. I did see him walking towards me. Oh, this guy probably thinks I'm his Uber. You know, and sometimes the most hurtful things we do in our entire lives is is not on purpose, show. And I didn't do it on purpose, but I thought to myself, well, that'd be a help. That, that's a funny prank. Just I, to walk by, start driving by, and slowing up and slowing up, like pulling off to the curb. I've gotten in someone's car before and thought it was my Uber. Did you? Yep. Dude, what's wrong with y'all? Like, if that, if, if I was inebriated, if he thought that was the Uber, then I don't blame anybody but himself for the <laughs> prank because the Uber, because the Uber also gives you. Like, I'm hoping he thought it was DoorDash or Uber Eats, one of these, uh, one of these apps that doesn't necessarily give you the license plate number of who you of who's coming. They just give you the name. You shouldn't be getting yeah, in the car you know, with your at, Uber Eats or DoorDash, though. So. Yeah, but you don't be. Well, he might have just been like giving you the, hey, hey, is that you that's that's got my meal? Like, I'm hoping that he thought that you had his sandwich or something like that. But if he ain't look at the the car and the license plate and get a sense for who the driver is, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Because you you get both of those things. It's not just the model, but you get the license plate. I I usually look at that before I walk up. Oh, you walk to the back of it, look at the license plate? No, I mean, your license plate should be at your front, too. So like or if the you, front of the back. When yeah. I got in if that Uber that was not my Uber, it I wasn't in a state of mind where I was thinking yeah, to, to I, go I look at the I, license I've plate. Been lit up I got in that back I got that back seat, that lady said, Um, uh, can I help you? I said, Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm look, sorry. Look, I'm not judging as somebody <laughs> who, who participated in the happy hour at, at Boudreaux's yesterday and, and and had a couple of drinks during the day, I'm not judging anybody. But when show pulls up to this to this building, that is not an hour to be bad. in a situation to where you can't even have oh, your faculties enough oh, you don't know to, to don't, understand that know. your Uber has a license plate. There's number. not a time where your faculties cannot be straight. You can always day drink, morning drink. You can do. You yeah, can, oh, I just said I did it yesterday. And that's, that's the best. That's the best time to Uber. That man, but that man looked like he had the look in his eye of, "Oh, my weight is over." <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up. You strike me as the type that would have pulled the prank, even if you were the Uber. <laughs> oh, if I, oh, I, oh, if I'd have known, if I'd have known, I'd have really dressed it up. Coming up, your favorite segment in mine, the best of the week on the drive. That's coming up next. Sports Radio six ten presents the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, hey, once again, happy birthday! Shout out to uh, little show, little show, nine years old. Hi, dog, I'm old. Hey, that time creep up on you, man. You look nine up. And a nine You're not as old as Clint, though. I'm not, but I got kids that's older than Clint's kids. And you're going to look up, and his voice going to be changed on you before you know it. By the way, special moment is he is not a, he's not listening. 
Christmas. He's going to, or I mean, for his birthday. He got his first pair of J's for him. That's cool. At nine years old. I certainly didn't get my first pair at nine. Yeah, I'm trying to think what where was what age was I? I don't think I was much older than that. My mom was forced me into them damn pay lessons till the <laughs> till my uncles finally had a conversation with her and said, wind ass tennis shoes. You gotta give him a you gotta give him a chance, Teresa. And she 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 got me up to them Reebok Sean Kemp's. That was for a while. And she said, Listen, I'm not getting you Jordan. You're gonna have to get a job and get your own money to Man, for whatever reason, being around, I might have been 10, but I had some Master P's, some oh real my. light blue Master P's suede <laughs> on the side. And uh, I love them jokers for whatever reason. I look back on that, and I'm like, hey, man, they bought me some Master oh, P's. Man. And I ain't had sense enough to want better for myself. I probably, I probably sprained my ankle several times with them Payless shoes running around in them bad boys. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, yeah, got his first pair of J's, so congratulations. Damn, happy birthday, nine years old. All right, uh, go ahead, man. It's my favorite segment of the day. Uh, we always do this the best of the week, The Drive. The best of the week on The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. So, I apologize. You son of a bitch. I apologize. You gotta be kidding me. Excuse my French. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> So are you saying it wasn't a good week, Tyler? No, it was actually wow. a tremendous not week. Entertained? You don't have anything? I was so entertained. What you, you got against me and Bajani? Nothing, man. Okay. I love both right. you dudes. I just, all right. All right. All right. I'm sorry, show. I, I let you down here. This is on me. It's been, it's. there's no excuse, but it's been a hell of a week. You're making one. You're starting no, to make one. No, yeah. but it's not an excuse. I just, I honestly, I was doing a lot of work up here last night. I even made a mental note to get it done last night. Somehow forgot. Didn't get it done. So the best of the week is <sighs> I'm disappointed at myself. Silence? Silence is the best of the week? Dead, he played, dead, dead he air? Played, he played the whole open and the music and had nothing to it. The good there news is people. you can head to SportsRadio610.com and listen to every moment from this amazing week on the drive with Sterner and Hughley. Now, now as the person who runs the <laughs> website and, and whose job is directly tied to how well it does, I can appreciate. I don't know if that's actually true. You're a real but, sick uh, son of a gun. I can appreciate. I mean, you're the, a real uh, sick son of a gun. The, the shout out for the I, I'm serious. I have tried. I have tried. I got tied up in a lot well, of other work, get man. Tied up. Yes, you I didn't did. get tied up. Odyssey you're out. just selfish. There are so many people out here looking forward, looking forward to this. My favorite segment. You know how crazy weeks do. are for me when you were no, cleaner out? No, stop it. You're making excuses. You're right. I need to look in the mirror. Yeah, talking about when you and Clint are out. Like me and Sean, Sean Bajani didn't carry our No, week. no, y'all did amazing. But I, I just have a little bit more work on the weeks where they're out. See, that sounds like an know. excuse. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, man. So, I'm sorry, so, man. So it's, so it's Clint Lawrence's fault. A, oh, I made, a, I, made yeah. a note, I made a note for myself that, like, us, uh, Clint being out had nothing to do with that note you made to yourself that then brought you in here and you did nothing with it. I just, I'm sorry. Why That's all I can this? say. Why do we have the segment? Why do we have it? <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to tell you it's going to be back next week. No, you know, no, I, I, no, I don't trust you. The 14th best producer. Oh, come on, man. All hey, that's what happened when you take L. The 14th. In the, in the power ring, you, you slide a little bit. That hurts. 14th best producer in all of Afternoon Drive, not located in New York or Los Angeles. 
Drop five spots. That's just someone texting in right now. Are you serious? Are you guys serious? Really, no best of. I'm not doing it anymore. It's not show's fault. I'm not taking it anymore. It is me. I'm not. I I feel like Dana Holgerson, except I got hair. I'm not taking it. Dana told them kids, that ain't on me. It's not on me. It's on them. It is on Tyler Milner. We've done it. I've done it all. I've made him pay. I've made him buy whiskey. I've made him. I've I've tried to guilt him and make him feel bad. I tried to go soft and, and nice with him. You can't make a man feel bad when he knows no shame. And clearly, Tyler knows no shame in this moment. He don't even know the value of his own production. Love yourself a little bit back there, man. What's going on? <laughs> this is like your thing. I'm hurt, man. I and I enjoy doing it. I, I all I you're can say is I'm it. sorry. You're uniquely qualified to do it, and you're just like, oh yeah, I'm good at something. So what? Shoulder shrug. I got Big caught deal. up, man. I got caught up. Yikes. So As a manager, when I decide to do something weekly and. And the team depends on it. No excuses. Let the team down. That's uh, from the text line. And hearing that hurts more than anything, seriously. So I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to lie to you and say that I'm not even mad and I'm, that I'm disappointed. But I'm I'm mad. I'm not going out with drinks for, for drinks with you next week. <laughs> what? And I'm free. I'm not doing it. Dude. I'm not we haven't it. gone out in, a, in like a couple of months. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, no. just, yeah, just so. I got to hit him where it hurts. Hey, I got to hit him for, in the nuts. Hey, behind, just pull a, pull, a, pull a carpet back. <laughs> I pull it no, all the way back. Nobody loves social events probably, and we're all sociable people I got to hit him where it hurts. I don't no know what else one does. loves to socialize and I, and with I, his teammates I am, more than team Hill does. I have the ability to go. I enjoy y'all. I have the ability to go out with Tyler for drinks as long as I want to for the next, what, Five days next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Five days. Are you seriously not going to go out with me like one of those nights? Grab a beer. It seems like you've left me no choice. That's going to upset me. But to hit you where it hurts. We haven't gone and gotten a beer together in, I think, like a month and a half. This will help you get your priorities straight, bro. I don't don't like this. I'll hit up Rick's Brooks (laughs) Cabina. I'll hit up D. Scott, and I'll throw you off the scent. Really? Thought you guys were messing around. No best of. No, I thought he. I bet no. He just came out and played the music and got oh, everybody ready to roll. And then th- this is the worst of it, though. Like God, you, I, you it. can take shows disappointment or my playful disappointment as someone who just appears on the show every now and then. But the listeners, dog, the listeners here are the ones. They're the that, ones that, they're, that they're, feel they're like they're missing out. They're, they're the painful. ones. They're the ones I, I do this for. Everything I do, I do it for the people. I. I Listen to uh, this It's person. not lost on me, This man. person. I've had to listen to shows fat ass for the last four hours, and you're not going to give me the best of? That was a little aggressive. I mean, the, to be fair, though, the best of would include show in there. But Yeah. Just, they, you're they, making they, excuses they, again. They just wanted to call you a fat <laughs> I mean, ass for no reason. You're just making excuses again. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm Tyler sorry. Keep, text line, Tyler keeps saying sorry, but he keeps letting us down. Empty apologies. Damn. You got no pride. Don't be sorry, B. Oh, I'd be, I'd kill for some Demetrius. Someone said, right "I now. think I'm with people right now." This Tyler is broken. He's broken the heart of listeners. It's someone saying maybe he shouldn't even be ranked anymore. I, maybe he should just be Tyler. Well, if we're gonna lie to ourselves, okay. Maybe he should oh, be Tyler. Oh, 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 now he's arrogant about it. He's N-A. like, I don't need no best of. To Damn be, you, B. Scott. To be me. You are making me feel bad, yeah. man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, gotta dig in a little bit. I, I gotta be honest. 
I was hoping to hear myself. I thought I brought it with the with the rocket right, earlier. I mean, you I was lie, on the air with y'all man. a couple of days ago. Gave they y'all lie. a little heat people, on Jalen Green. Go, text in right now. You listen. Text in, text in some moments this week that you could play. Like someone text in, could at least play shows modeling, modeling a part of it. <laughs> That's right. You, you want to be a what? A medium? What did you say? Medium yeah, sized model. Medium sized mo- model, man. He still ain't got back with me. Someone said Tyler shouldn't be allowed to go to the Houston Sports Awards now. Well, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to be. I can't miss that. I don't know. I mean, we actually actually need Tyler at the Houston Sports Awards. Need all hands on deck. T-Bag is back, Nick. I mean, I just. Okay, you didn't have to read that one. I don't know. And Nick, you. mm, I don't. I'm in a. I just don't know where to go. T-Sip mother. (laughs) I just don't know where to go. No, man, you don't get I'm getting angry now. God, man, here we go. Text in. Calling Waffle House failures. That was great. We had a lot of moments. It was. It, it really was. A, we like, had some real, super great real week. passionate Sean Payton action. Yeah. Would you be open to me doing it over the weekend no, and playing it no, Monday? I, I don't want to hear. No, I don't. Okay. No. That was a question. If the, the segment is Friday. You have all day. It is at 540. It's a segment. Oh, that so we try so to do you can week. forget and not get to it in a segment, it, 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 but and we can do it on Monday. But I can't uh, forget and do distract, it on Monday. Don't distract. Okay, I paid it back and, and let uh, you do I it see on now. Wednesday. You know what? I, I apologized, and don't now distract. I'm just getting angry. This is just two straight weeks. Two straight weeks. You've just said to hell with it. To hell with the segment. following the week where you and Clint thought it wasn't important enough to get to. So oh, so y'all broke Tyler. Y'all broke his confidence. Is that what it is? You might be getting on to something there, Tyler. I mean, because I remember that week. The Drive family can understand how many times Tyler has just left us high and dry with this. If Clinton's show haven't broken me yet, I, I think it's on the horizon. <laughs> Someone says, not a great week, to be honest. Good call, T-Bill. I resent, <laughs> I resent that as someone who was a part of the Parker week. Hillis right here. Parker the boss just text. Want to go grab a beer sometime next week since you're since you'll be free. Yep. Wow. Yep. And you're not invited. Boss man. Yep. This is pathetic. That really is. I am experiencing a plethora of do emotions. Do you do you right know now. where we're coming from? Yes. We love this. We love the segment. We love to be able to 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 as as Brandon does it. We love to be able to have it so we can retweet it. And we could do it on Instagram. You'll sometimes do it so beautifully, and you'll put it right back so we can all rehear it. I am good at what I do. You know how many people last week, a good three and a half, texted me <laughs> and tweeted and said, wait, I listened all four hours and never heard best of. And I took it as a leader, the absolute clear leader of this show. I said, it's my fault. Like it really was the week before. Hey, Gus and Katie say it ain't even a segment. I don't even want to hear from Gus and Katie. not consistent. Gus and Katie is constantly grumpy. I love you, buddy, but get a drink, man. It's Friday. Come on, Gus. This is because I love you, Tyler. And you 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 have the ability to be the best producer at all of afternoons. You could be number one outside of New York and Los Angeles. I think I'm approaching that pretty quickly. And now for you to sit here... At 16, you are you have too much talent to be at 16. Hey, does Tyler have a little Jalen Green in him? Because I, I did not see that coming that's at so, all. God, that's so good. Do you got a little Jalen Green in he's you? Got, in he's, what way? You got a little, you, I mean, you're talented as hell, but, like, is it there? Did you just did you just tank this week? Is that what – are you really – Did you? is John Wall – Did you feel like I tanked during our shows from 2 to 6 p.m. each day this week? Did John Is John Wall talking about Tyler Milne? 
John Wall. John Wall was talking about Tyler Felder. Hey. Text line right now. My my weekend is broken. How you gonna break somebody weekend, T Mill? Figgy would never. <laughs> Figgy would never. Wow, damn. Someone texted in Ben would never. Oh, uh, come on now. Come, hey, now we gotta draw the line somewhere. All right, I said that. Yeah, that was, that that was, was gonna say we got so we gotta draw. <laughs> that was at at yeah. least Figgy brought us T Mill. Figgy at least yep. trained T Mill. He did. Figgy trained every trained but, me on everything but I know. Come man. but come on. Yeah, man. I just, I, I think I do. Like, text line, let me know before we get out of here. Should I withhold my go out and have a drink? He knows this. He knows this can get me right here. You guys ready to have a good weekend? Show you can have a great weekend. In it. God, man. Just focus on these on this song right here, buddy. I don't know why, man. I can't get this jingle out of my head. That's why he is who he is. He shut me off. BK, have it your way. You rule. God, that's, I can't get that jingle out of my head, man. Dude, like, for, for me, it's the nationwide because they always have somebody <laughs> dope to do it. But I've never seen anybody with the enthusiasm that you just had on the oh, BK. Oh, I love it, man. Our whole, our whole house stops traffic. Coming up behind us, um, sure he didn't forget this. Um, the best of today, 6 to 8 with Figgy and T-Mill as um, – as uh, they uh, they give you the best of what we had today. Be, be skeezy, be Scott, Brandon Scott. Check out his work, sportsradio610.com. Great yes, job. Sean Bajani, thank you this week. Also, thank you to the General John McLean, who was with us. Tyler, I'm just going to say to you, with the most annoying text that people send to me, be better. I am Ron Nichelle Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. <laughs> I would bet towards the Houston Texans getting in a dingling contest. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.